0: We are coming in hot, the podcast. Welcome to coming in hot. Thank you, live from Airplay Beats for the intro music. We are recording live from Darling New Media Studios in Midtown, Sac. All right, everybody, this is part three, my final, my my final um, podcast on myself. Hopefully, you guys enjoy. Um. So we left off and, you know, I, I started talking about, uh, when I started drinking again, um, but I, I do have to back it up a little bit just because, um, I met my wife. I met Veronica Garza winter of 2012. Uh, it was actually on, uh, I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, plenty of fish. Is that still around? Producer Gigi. Is that still around? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, plenty of fish. Um, it was a joke for me to get on. This is back when I was I was looking good. I was skinny. I was taking care of myself. And one of my buddies, who uh, I'm going I'm gonna keep his name out of it. But uh one of my buddies came to me and was like, Cease, you know, you look good, you know, you'll kill it on this app. And at this time, I'm just in the kitchen, I'm doing my thing. I'm not, you know, really into the dating scene at all. I was just, you know, trying to cook and get to that next level, trying to put my whole life into food because that's what I wanted to do. I'm a single guy, no kids. So, you know, I wanted to get to that next level. Um, you know, we're sitting there one, one day. I think we are watching football. Um, after the football game, you know, uh, my boy just made me a profile and, and I was on plenty of fish. Now I've never been on any dating apps or anything like that. Um, but I don't know if it's the same for everybody else, but I started getting bombarded with all kinds of, you know, Females, you know, some good, some bad, somebody, some some people. Um, it, it was a strange world for me. Um, never been pursued by that many women in my life. Um, and it got too much for me after maybe a day. Just back and forth, messaging and, you know, doing all kinds of talking. Um, I just didn't have the time. So I go to delete this app. And I get a message from a Veronica Garza. We start chatting, um, said, hey, I'm, I'm not really with this app dating. Um, can I get your number? And we start texting after that. Um, had our first date with, uh, at Blue Q. I don't know if everybody knows about Blue Q, but that was the spot back in the day. Blue pool tables. Um, go there. Meet my wife, had a wonderful time, and we were inseparable from that day on. So, for all the boys and girls out there, and you guys, you know, you might be out there dating, and I know this is a cliche to say, but when you find the one, you find the fucking one. And it's that person that doesn't judge, it's that person that loves you unconditionally, it's that person When you tell them that you got three DUIs, you've been to jail, they look past that and they look right at you and they believe in you and they want to know that you'll take care of them. And that's what me and my wife have still to this day. But, you know, I fucked up because we're inseparable. We got married September 7th, 2013. And, you know, we had a great time together. We were best friends. We still are best friends to this day. And I don't know what it was, but I I picked up the bottle again. I can't say why it happened, when it happened. I just know that I shouldn't be drinking, and I knew I shouldn't have put my family through what I put them through. But I did. Um. I was sneaking around. My wife knew I was acting a little funny, but she never saw the drunk Cecil. So it was just, you know, her thinking I'm stressed out. Um, you know, erratic behavior, you know, pissing on myself for no fucking reason. Her asking, what the hell's wrong with you? And I'm just saying, oh, I'm stressed. But you know, it was me. It was that drunk Cecil who came out. Um Had my daughter as a drunk. You know, Vivianne, the love of my life right there. The sparkle in my eye, the reason I get up every morning and go as hard as I do. Yeah, I was a drunk. I was probably tipsy when she was born, no lie. So this goes on for... A long time, maybe three, three and a half years. Finally, came down to my wife sitting me down. Um, my 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 dad getting involved. My stepmom getting involved. Um, at this time, I'm I'm uh, I got let go from Bella Brew. Um, they said it was just time to just part ways. I agreed, but this whole time. You know, might have been because of the drinking. Maybe it was the same shit that was going on in my personal life. It was going into my, my job, but you know, that's what alcohol does to people that shouldn't be drinking alcohol. It takes you into so many different places. And, you know, I was treating alcohol like it was a, uh, I was cheating on my wife. I was sneaking around. I had bottles hidden everywhere. You know, she'll open the freezer and a bottle will fall out. Oh, where is this from? i blame it on somebody else. But, you know, um, yeah, and this this went on. I started a business. I started Cecil's Taste, my first food truck during this time. Um, my my dad and my stepmom uh, put up the money for it. We were partners in it. Um, and just more stressed on top of me. Um, it was, it was okay. It was great food. Um, my marketing wasn't what it should have been. Um, you know, not getting the best gigs in the world, but you know, I was grinding it out. Um, Scotty Mack, one of my best friends in the whole world. He was on my side. Um, we started that thing together, spent, you know, two years back to back, you know, just trying to get through life on a food truck, trying to figure everything out. Um, again, I don't know where I'd be without Scotty Mack, um, one of the best dudes, most loyal guys you'll ever meet in your life. Um, but, again, you know, he knew I was drinking. He's, uh, he's seen the drunk Cecil before. He knows, he knows what it was about. He knew how I looked. He told me every day, like, hey man, you know, you, you need you need to get that shit under control. You know, you got a wife, you got kids, you know, you need to figure all that out. Um, but I wasn't trying to listen. So Twenty twenty sixteen, this is around Christmas, um, had a big, big um, drunken episode, uh, before Thanksgiving, you know, blacked out, drunk. My wife found me, you know, told me I need to get my shit together. She's over here trying to help me looking up rehab stuff. I'm going, taking these meetings, not taking it seriously. Um, and then there was an incident, um, few days before new year's where, you know, I my dad got involved. She had uh, Veronica had to call my dad and was like, "Hey, you know, I can't control this guy. You need to come over here and get him." Uh, my dad picks me up. I don't even remember this stuff. I was so blacked out. I don't even remember. But I woke up in my dad's house. You know, come out. Don't know what's going on. Um, at that point, my dad and my stepmom set me down and said, "Hey." You're losing everything. You're going to lose your family. You're going to lose, you know, your your, your kids. You're going to lose us. You're going to lose your wife. You're going to lose everything just because you can't get this shit under control. Um, you know, they're majority owners of uh, Cecil's Taste and uh, One Soul LLC. And, you know, it it was... Get help or don't get help. On one hand, I could do whatever the fuck I want to do, right? I could be that selfish person and be like, fuck it. You know, get on a plane and move wherever I want to move. Leave everything behind and nobody's there to tell me I can't. On the other hand, I got a family. I got a daughter. Do I want her to be without her her, uh, father? So I came to the decision that I needed to get help. Uh, Went into outpatient program through uh, Kaiser. Big shout out to Kaiser out there. Um, But at the same time, I started going to therapy. I, I, you know, going to Kaiser and them, you know, we're going through different classes and different kinds of, um, you know, scenarios and how to, you know, get out of the drinking. But like I said in the last episode, you know, uh, they were pushing us towards the 12 step programs and things like that. And I was going to meetings. I was going to meetings daily. Um, and as much as I can because, you know, I still have a business to run. So. I was going as much as I can. I'd say I was up to about five days just going and going and going and trying to figure it out. And then I hit my second um, tier of the Kaiser program where I met Lupe. And Lupe, I wouldn't be here without her because she showed me a different approach to – um uh, dealing with addiction, which was a more holistic approach, um, a self-care approach, because addiction is just a surface kind of thing, um, I believe. But when you start digging deeper and you start taking care of yourself, you start eating right, you start exercising, it changes a lot. It clears you up. It It, it gives you the vision that you never had before, because i believe for me and i'm not trying to bash any kind of 12 step programs but for me it wasn't for me because i'm i'm really not a follower you know and when you get into the 12 steps you have to follow these rules and one thing anybody ever tell you about me is that i'm a leader and you know I make the fucking rules, but I needed to get get inside of myself and figure out why why I would put my family through this much pain and sorrow and heartache and and for some reason, taking this more um self-care approach, it just clicked. And the clarity brought me to, okay, I don't think, you know, this Kaiser program is everything that I need. So I looked up a therapist, um, a black male therapist, and I started going to uh, Malachi. Shout out to Malachi out there. Hopefully you're doing well, my man. Um, but I needed to start my therapy with a black male, because there's some stuff that only black men go through that nobody else can really, you know, uh, get to the bottom to, um, unless it's somebody that's went through it. You know, being a black man in America is a tough fucking job, and it's something that you don't get to choose. You don't get to choose your skin color you, you know when you're born you don't get to choose your parents i'm sure everybody's heard that but you know your parents are your parents but you know being a black man in america is a fucking dangerous job so i felt that i needed to um have a black male therapist to to begin this journey into therapy um so I tag team, you know, therapy with the Kaiser program. Um, if it wasn't for Lupe, because I was already wavering on the Kaiser program, literally the only reason I got through that first tier is because there was nothing else I could do. Like I had to go to, you know, those three days. I just had to, but I choked it down and. By that second tier, that second phase of Kaiser, I was like, "Ah, I don't know if this is for me, but then meeting Lupe for my second and third tier of the program, you know, it it made it a little bit more easy. Um, Lupe never judged. Lupe never pushed you in one way or another or, you know, told you you had to do the 12 steps you had to do this she just kind of gave me a roadmap of hey this has worked for other people maybe it'll work for you and i'll I'll never um forget lupe i will never forget uh malachi um hopefully you're doing good out there um when the pandemic hit uh Malachi, he just kind of disappeared. So hopefully you're doing good out there. Hopefully you listen to this Malachi. Um, It's an everyday, you know, struggle, you know, with alcohol. It's not like that I'm, you know, thinking about it every day. But I just want people to understand that addiction is something that's worked on on a daily basis. It's worked on through, you know, talking about it. Um, if anybody out there is ever struggling, you know, hit me up at Chef Cease, you know, on all social media platforms. Um, you know, I, I filled questions all day about business, about addiction, you know, just hit me up. I'm here for anybody. Um back to the story though. Um, so I finished up Kaiser as an eighteen month program. Um, and (laughs) the funny thing about all of this is that, you know, I'm, I'm back in therapy with Lupe. She, she's not a Kaiser anymore, but after Malachi kind of ghosted me, um, I I went searching for and found her and kind of told her, you know, like I'm doing good, but you know, I, I just need. You know, I need, I need a therapist that kind of knows what I'm going through. And, you know, I could just pick up and just keep rolling with it. So, you know, again, big out, big shout out to Lupe, uh, helps me, you know, every Monday at 10, Um, uh, standing, standing appointment. Um, again, if you guys out there, you guys need help, you know, hit me up. I'll shoot you in the right direction. Um, Dr. Mondo, which has been on here, another good, good guy to reach out to um, if you're struggling with anything. So, you guys heard like the pretty much where I'm going to leave all this at. Um, yeah, of course, you know, Nash and Proper. Is, is around um but i just kind of wanted to you know leave it there you know producer ash was here she already told me i gave you guys too much save it for the book <laughs> but um you know there's there's a there's a lot of people that have been in and out of my life that you know i want to kind of shout out um the first person, and uh, I, I talked about it in the beginning of the show, is my wife. Um, she's my angel. She's my life. You know, um, I, I feel that we went through everything that we went through for a reason, um, you know, None of this shit was her fault. She didn't sign up for any of it, but she stood by my side. And that's one thing that, you know, when you're in a relationship, you need to understand, like, that person doesn't need to be there. That person doesn't need to have your back like my wife had my back for, you know, the first five years of being together, you know. Like, um she could have left. Good-looking woman. She could have anybody out there. But she chose to stick around. She chose to have a family with me. And it's something that, you know, I think especially uh, black women in America need to be upheld. just a little bit more of what they do because all they hear growing up is hold your man down, hold your man down. But who the fuck is there to hold them down? You know, and that's one thing that, you know, I try to do on a daily basis with my wife. You know, she takes care of so much. She takes care of the house. She takes care of, you know, just the little shit that people take for granted. And hopefully she listens to this one. She don't listen to my podcast. I don't think she want to know what I'm talking about on here. But, um, you know, big shout-out to Veronica Rhodes. Love you, baby. Um, Big shout-out to my pops, to my moms. You know, they – um they've kind of been, you know, just those, those parents. And, you know, like I get, I get upset at my, (laughs) at my kids and say, I'm not going to be like that. You know, I'm not going to let them get away with shit, but you know, my parents have always stood by me through this whole fucking journey. And, you know, hopefully they're proud of what their son is doing today uh big shout out to my step parents pat and paul same thing you know they they saw you know the the whole fucking journey the drugs the alcohol the the lying and they could have gave up on me as well they could have told my parents you know like why are you even dealing with this stuff cuz i don't know what the fuck i would do if you know i I married somebody with a 19-year-old son. That was a fucking complete maniac. <clears throat> Paul and Pat, love you. Um and, you know, <sighs> to my to my Nash and proper uh partner. Um I, I haven't talked about Jake too much on here. Um been kind of trying to keep people's names out of it. But again, Jake, one of those people that have seen the ups and downs of me. Um, But at the end of the day, whenever I needed him, he was always there. You know, we, we fight like a married couple. We don't see eye to eye on a lot of stuff. Um, But at the end of the day, you know, great business partner, great mind, a straight up renaissance man um a person when he puts his mind to something um he he gets that shit done he figures it out and i love him for that because he's just he doesn't give up um you know my my managers uh matt rocha willie egan they both been on here um you know, you guys, you guys run the company. Uh, appreciate everything you guys do, um, and there's a lot of people behind the scenes that that help out. Uh, Maria Woodard. Um, hopefully, she could get on here, but she takes care. If if you guys saw the progression of Nash and Proper from the beginning to where we are right now, uh, remember Maria Woodard. Um, she's the person that taking care of a lot of stuff in the back of us getting to where we are today. Um, there's a person that uh, that's on the staff, uh, came on about a year ago. Uh, she will remain nameless because she wants to be nameless. Um, if you saw what happened this last year with the publicity and all that stuff, Big shout out to her. Appreciate you. Um, keep killing it. Keep doing your thing. Um, and you know, I have the I have the greatest crew, and I, I think the proper crew doesn't get um, a, enough, you know, shout outs from me. Uh, around town you know you might see me on wherever you see me at commercials anything you know happening in SAC. but the proper crew fuck they proper as hell they get shit done they go out there they give it their all on a daily basis yes it's not perfect but you know to sit out here and in a 110 degree heat in a food truck it's a lot to ask for somebody but they do it they might not do it with a smile, but they're out there doing their thing and, you know, wouldn't be here without them. Um, and again, you know, this journey with the podcast too. Um, big shout out to Nate, um, darling new media studios in Midtown Sac. Um, if you guys are looking to, you know, do a podcast or thinking about doing a podcast come talk to the um I call him the Godfather of Sacramento podcast because you know he's been doing this thing for a minute now um great studio appreciate you Nate um and you know I'm I'm going to leave it here um I'm not going to give you like a whole hour of me just blabbing Um, I just want to thank everybody for, you know, listening to this. It wasn't easy. I know there's a lot of pauses in here, um, but it needed to be told. Um, It's it's therapeutic to me to do these kind of things. Um, You know, when I start writing the book, it'll be a little bit more in-depth. I might not look like the best person <laughs> when I write the book. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I do this, and I'm, I'm talking to the people out there that are struggling. You know, if you're struggling with any kind of addiction, if you're struggling with, you know, family, if you're struggling with the relationship, um, talk talk it out, because holding that shit in is no good. You know, if you're a balloon and you're filling up that balloon and you're holding all that shit in, the balloon pops, right? So, you know, get the help you need. If you need me, like I said, at Chef Cease on all social media, slide in those DMs. Um, yeah, let's get out of here. If you want that delicious mouthwatering chicken sandwich. Hit us up, www.nashandproper.com, at nashandproper, at nashandproper.eg. We're on on DoorDash now everywhere, so you can get your food delivered. Um, There's going to be some huge announcements coming soon about Nash and Proper expansion. Um, I'm pretty excited about what this next year is going to bring um, thank you for coming in and listening to coming in hot with Chef Cease. Love you. Peace.